welcome back to Movie Reel. I'm your host, Kevin Tracy. And I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And I don't know, am I your sidekick or your equal villain partner or your villain? Who knows? But it's it's a Marvel slash superhero month. So I guess we'll find out. Indeed we are. And let's get back into uh, a movie that I don't think I've seen in like probably like 15 years. That being the first X-Men movie, which I, I totally forgot how old this movie was when I watched it. It There's not, uh, yeah. yeah, like there's not a lot in this movie that like dates the movie. At least not that I can like directly remember. Um, but it was just really kind of a, a, a weird blast from the past uh, watching this. Because this movie came out in 2000, which I, like when I was like, uh, rewatching this movie, I thought this movie came out in, like two thousand three or something. Apparently, like, I thought that too. Yeah, and I was like, "Where am I getting two thousand three? And then I realized, "Oh, it's because I guess the next one comes. The second one came out in two thousand three. Yeah, like and, the, yeah, like one of the yeah. sequels came out like like a like a like two years like after the first one. It was like that's an odd gap between movies, but oh well, because because I was what, yeah, I was thinking what, that from because what I remember, like, the second one like picks up like immediately where like the second one or uh the first one picks up where the oh my god the second one picks up where the first one left off wow i i total word vomited that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like it wait it does it just picks up right when it left off and it took not, the, did not, they not... not 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 right where it left leaves off like there's like a fair amount of time i i just remember there's a scene where Mystique manages to break Magneto out of like the same prison that we see at, at the end of this movie. I mean, spoilers if you ha- if you don't know that, but I mean, this is a 22 year old movie. If I'm spoiling this for you, then that's your own fault. Huh. Um, uh, I had never seen this movie. I've never seen an X Men movie. I don't know this side of Marvel that well. I've seen Deadpool, and even then, I remember when that came out. Like, I think the first X-Men-related movie I was aware of was uh, Wolverine, was X-Men Origins, and oh, I, I didn't... That, what, what, what a sour note to start on. No, I didn't see it. I never saw it. I just, oh, like, okay. I, I remember when it came out, and I remember when Deadpool, when I was watching Deadpool for the first time, my sister was like, so the whole, like, a big kind of, think of it like, because Ryan Reynolds was Deadpool in that correct so he was in x-men and she was like yeah the kind of sort of joke here is just pretend that that never happened or that's not this is his like this is the real deadpool and that's like a different like ignore that basically like that's kind of the joke yeah yeah like the whole joke is that he literally like goes back in time and like erases his own like shitty timeline of like these movies were a mistake and just kills himself in those movies um, um but yeah the only x-men related thing i know is deadpool and I, I like i don't know i'm very while watching this it kind of occurred to me i'm like so this movie came out in 2000 so there's three of these x-men movies yeah so yeah it goes x1 x2 and x-men uh the last stand and i think i like that's more a less dumb star- title like- i gotta say <laughs> not the best title I, i've heard it's not the best title but it had a it had a really good like climax um and yeah i definitely started on uh the x-men band, bandwagon late i i wasn't really like a, a big watcher of, like the x-men movies but like re-watching it like they have some like really cool scenes and a really like probably like one of my favorite antagonists but yeah i i started um I think at like X Men Last Stand, and then I really started to get into it around um, First Class and like the Wolverine movies. Even though the Wolverine movies aren't that great, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, like First Class with like you know like uh, like Michael Fassbender and, and all that. Like I definitely really got into that series, and it it, it is kind of weird because they're separate timelines, but in one of the movies, I think it was like Days of Future Past they send Wolverine's consciousness from the future to his past body. What? And he's hanging out. He's ha- it's like, yeah, he's like hanging out with like, um, 
like Magneto, like Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart, like in the future as they are in this trilogy. And then they send his consciousness back into the past. And then he's hanging out with like Michael Fassbender. And it's like, so wait, this is the same timeline? Because like, there, there were like scenes prior to that where it's like, okay, no, wait, that didn't happen until this. And, or maybe I'm just remembering this completely wrong, but like, I was completely under the impression that they were like separate timelines and it just got really confusing for me. But then again, it's been forever since I've seen this trilogy. So I don't know how well uh, it, it holds up in terms of, of world building on, on that scale that they had set. Yeah, I think that was what started, that was what confused me because um, again, again, having very little, like I know the gist of X-Men, obviously, like they're, mutants they have superpowers and society doesn't really like them it's i know yes there's marvel studios and which is mcu and this is like owned by fox which is now owned by disney but this was owned by fox and this is just marvel they're they yeah this is back in the day yeah this is back in the day when disney didn't have a monopoly on superhero um, movies but uh what was kind of throwing me was i was like wait a minute so so are you saying that okay this i'm sorry okay like hugh jackman has played wolverine for like what almost i mean i know he recently retired from it but like almost 20 years and that was just kind of i think that's what was like really kind of shocking me because i'm like like it's not like how there's multiple batman bat (laughs) batman or bat man's or how there's three yeah <laughs> Bat- Bat- or how there's three different Peter Parker Spider-Mans like there's only one yeah. Wolverine and is it because they just really like yeah. Hugh Jackson's performance that they made it work to keep him in like is it what Apocalypse and Days of Future Past and stuff like that or did it make more sense just for yeah. that Wolverine like is it this is all within the same I know he traveled you said I- he traveled back in time but this is all within the same timeline so so yeah, I think they they more or less like and yeah, you're right. Like as far as like him performing, like aside from like a few like voice acting credits and like TV shows and video games, it's been it's been uh uh Hugh Jackman the entire time for like over 20 years. Um and yeah, I I think that because of like him being the same actor, that was kind of like the main linchpin to like solidify that this is uh, a part of the same continuous timeline from, I guess, if we're going in chronological order, starting with few days of uh, first class, going all the way to days of future past slash the last stand. But I guess days of future past because that takes place after and before last stand. This this is when the, the timeline gets real fucking confusing because then that movie creates its own separate timeline because time travel creates splitting timelines because you're changing the past so it's changing yeah the i like yeah. and i never saw dark phoenix so i don't even but know how that plays also, out i like we should dress like the thing is about x-men like again what not having other other than this one or prior to seeing this one they don't seem to do nearly as well as mcu movies and, like, this movie, I overall, I did kind of like, um, I did have some issues with it, as I, I, as I usually do with a movie, but I had some issues, but I was like, I enjoyed yeah. it, I had fun watching it, um, but I, it seems like most X-Men movies just tend to, like, I don't know, if critically they don't do as well, uh, audiences, like, they like them, but they don't like them as much as they like MCU movies, um, I'm just like, do you think it's because, is it storytelling? From what you remember, is it more storytelling issues? Is it like, you can't tell me that they don't have a reasonable budget, like. No, like the they, same, have, they have like almost a pretty good budget. And like the effects. Maybe less? Uh, yeah, probably. I, I honestly have no idea because a lot of these movies yeah. are like, 20 something years old <laughs> um and it, it's just 
I haven't seen a lot of the sequels in a long time, aside from, like, a few, like, really good scenes, and, like, some of those scenes are really good. Like, I, I remember... I, I'm, yeah. I'm jumping to the second one. I know we're talking about the first one, but in the second movie, near the beginning, we get introduced to the character Nightcrawler, whose power is that he, he can teleport, but he can only teleport to, like, an area that Oh, he's okay. Um, and there's a scene... There, there's a scene where Magneto is somehow managing to mind-control him, and he has him go into the White House through a tour, and... It's like his whole thing is to assassinate the president, and it is like the coolest set design fight scene I've seen in a long time. It is so wildly creative because like he's like running into like a hallway, Secret Service is chasing him, and then he blinks out of existence. It's like where to go? Target's on the loose, and <laughs> it gets to a point where uh, the president is like trapped in the Oval Office with like twenty like armed guards, and they just hear like this like constant like poofing and zapping in the room next to them with like gunshots where there's like 10 other guys just holding the fort down and a bunch of smoke starts seeping out under the door because whenever he like teleports just a cloud of smoke appears it's, and when they open the door the room is just completely like you can't see anything through the cloud of smoke because of how much he's teleported it's like that is so cool I've also just so noticed like the same time. it seems like X-Men people just aren't as like I don't think people are into I know I'm sure like, I know there's people that truly truly love it or they love it more than MCU and that's perfectly fine I just remember like a couple years ago when there was suddenly like maybe it was because like Netflix and Marvel had like a deal and so we got like Daredevil which was really great and Jessica Jones and Nick Cage not Nick sorry Nick Cage Luke Cage <laughs> and um <laughs> Reporting for service, Iron Fist, and stuff like that. But um, I just remember. I mean, mean, to to be fair, Nick Cage did play in a Marvel movie. Who was he? Oh right! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Anyway, um, uh, anyway, uh, but um, oh, I was wait, wait. Who did you say? I was thinking uh, in Spider Uh, into the Spider Verse. Uh, well, I mean, oh yeah, there was that. (laughs) Um, uh, before that, he was um. Johnny Blaze in Ghost Rider. That's a Marvel movie? Yep, oh. that's Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance, which is a weird movie from what I remember. Okay, um, but um, I forgot what I was... Oh, yeah, okay, anyway. Um, I remember there was suddenly, like on Fox or whatever, there was suddenly just this incline of X-Men universe movies, and I remember... I had to look it up because I was I was thinking about it a while ago. Uh, uh, the, was it the show like, Inhumans or something? And I remember is that what it was called? Oh yeah. And I just uh the, yeah there was there was Inhumans and I think there was one called Legion. Uh, oh well, Legion. I, I remember I tried watching. I I wasn't that into it. It wasn't like bad. I just wasn't that into it. But um, there were a couple different shows and like The Gifted or something was another one. And there's like New Mutants. Yeah. There's like been a bunch, but like I remember. Uh, 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 New Mutants was was like a that that movie had I honestly could do like an entire episode on that because they had the most like botched production in like recent times that I can remember. Oh God! Because that was like slated for like February of like 2019, and then they had production problems, so it got pushed back by like a year. Um. It was originally going to be a horror movie, then they changed it to more of, like, whatever it is now, to be kind of, like, a a thriller, and it it was just, like, any, it was like, um, Apocalypse Now, where anything could go wrong did go wrong with that movie, apparently. Oh, okay. It just, it kept getting pushed back, they changed its rating from, like, R to PG-13 for no reason, um, yeah, it was just a, a whole a whole thing. I just, but I remember for Inhumans, I think there was like, I don't know, it was being talked about, like maybe it was gonna be, can't, whatever. It was, there was some like article I was reading and I felt like I saw, I don't know, I feel like I saw a comment or someone said something were going like, I don't remember what I was reading but somebody made a comment going, this show is still on? <laughs> like nobody cared <laughs> about it and I feel like and that's kind of how I feel like X-Men, there seems like there's a lot to unravel with X-Men and it's not perceived uh as well as mcu from what i've yeah they're they're 
Yeah, there it's I and I think I kind of had like that that same kind of mentality because I I wasn't a big um X-Men fan cuz I for the longest time I didn't even when I was a kid like I didn't even realize that it was like a part of like Marvel like I knew it was owned by like the same company but I always thought it was like the same thing like um uh I'm trying to think of an example like um Power Rangers and Transformers like they're both owned Actually, that's not even, no like GI Joe and Transformers because they're both owned by Hasbro, but like they don't exist in the oh, same universe okay. except for like random crossovers and stuff like that. I thought like they were their own two separate like intellectual properties. I didn't realize that they all took place at the same time in the same universe. At, at yeah, uh, I I just thought it was its own separate series of superheroes that had like their own thing, which kind of right because like they don't really like. Like they don't mention like oh like there's Iron Man like they, they they didn't have like an MCU thing going on just it was just the movies were just building on on top of each other, um, I I just thought that it was its own standalone thing and I knew like really nothing about X Men, uh, growing up and so I just kind of like stuck with like stuff that I knew like you know like Batman and Spider Man like like those movies like that that was like my real like main gateway into superhero movies was like Tobey yeah Maguire, um, yeah i agree that like was that. the first those were my i i that was i feel like i wasn't i would that would say that was one of my first like superhero movies that i was very i was very aware of i don't think i as like i was like probably six or seven i don't think i actually sat down and watched spider-man because they are like they're pretty they're pretty long movies for a kid but like they i was very aware of them like they were always yeah. playing you know like everywhere like on like you're at a restaurant or like at home, you know it was always on but um yeah i think it's just it's just a different universe that i don't know anything about and you know a little bit it seems like i i i know like surface level facts about x-men like at the time and i've gotten a little bit better now after having seen the movies and like you know seen some like the like shows and read some of the comics but it's still there are still major gaps of knowledge of of the x-men that i have okay um yeah let's so let's get into it i i so like i said i overall i did have kind of fun watching this movie um it wasn't i think i was I don't know. I guess I was expecting it to be worse than it was. Um, my, I had, I had some pretty, I did have some issues with it. And one of them was just the fact that it, everything, well, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I feel like, no, like it's, it seemed like things for me kind of lacked uh, emotion. <laughs> like the actions didn't, for me really feel authentic or it seemed like they're happening in the script because they needed to happen. And that is insane, especially cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of room and play and, and spots for there to be emotion. Yeah. And we'll get more into it uh, because there's one in particular that uh, really stood out to me, but this movie also starts in a very emotional situation. It starts with, a kid and his family being separated at a concentration camp. Like. <clears throat> yeah. It, it's literally like the most like emotional stakes that one could have. Um, but it, it does give us insight. Cause that that's from the perspective of uh, Magneto's character who we find out is like he's a mutant and is like a Holocaust survivor lost his whole family because of that. Um, which makes his character that much more compelling because it gives him like a really good motivator on why he acts the way he does. Cause he's seeing history more or less repeat itself. But instead of, you know, like Jewish people being persecuted, it's mutants, which he is also a part of. And it's just, it, it's kind of going down the same road of like, oh, we need to like register and keep track of all mutants. They're dangerous. They're ruining the fundamentals of this country and, and doing all this with um like a whole big like 
very bigoted speech by probably like one of my second favorite characters, unironically, in this movie of uh, Senator Kelly, who has uh, the, the, the he does story arc in this movie. It, it doesn't end at a, like a, a satisfying conclusion, but by far this man has like the like it most angers me that you can get from this movie. Which is really saying something, because he, yeah, it's really saying something, because he's just such a piece of shit, kind of, like, background character that he does, like, help the movie move along, because he is, like, the product of what's going to happen. He, like, he, like the whole movie is, if we take the uh, the perspective of Senator, Kel- Ke- Senator Kelly's character and perspective of the audience, he is, like, the best conduit to kind of, like, see the whole thing through because for the most part we are seeing it through his eyes because we don't know what mutants do. We don't know how they like interact. Cause this is, as far as I know, this is the first X-Men movie like ever. Like I, I think there might've been like a couple like animated like TV shows, but they never had like a movie as far as I know. So this is like their first like major big screen debut to the public audience. So I, I think him being as important a character of, of uh as he is is I thought was a great way to kind of have him stumble upon like all these characters and and interact with them the way he did um and and just kind of be yeah uh, yeah and audience yeah I'm sorry I like I'm sorry I lost my cool there but like yeah it in it it kind of enrages me that he has the most complete <laughs> storyline out of everybody. You, yes, for um, w- uh, so Wolverine, I guess maybe you can sort of argue a little bit his, a little. We'll get okay. And what's yeah. the? I'm spacing. What is the girl's name? Rogue. Rogue. Okay. You could argue like okay, yeah. By the end, she's like embracing her, pa- you know, whatever. But like it. <laughs> Like okay, we're we're jumping ahead, but like because <laughs> but the thing is, reason. the thing is like it just everything that happened. There were so many moments in this movie to me. It just felt like it's a script, so this should be this. It's a movie that this this needs to be happening, and it's just like okay, but why is it happening? Like you can't just tell me that. Oh, you can't just casually throw these things around or casually mention these things without any actual uh, visual evidence to support that. Like your audience aren't like stupid. Like you can you can show us show a little more and tell. Don't just just tell. But like the reason, one of the reasons, like when I was bringing up the lack of like emotion was uh, you had asked me how I felt about Magneto. And to be honest, I was kind of eh with him because like, I, okay. Like last year we talked about Captain America and you were saying, and I've heard, I've heard this said before that Red Skull was kind of wasted and not used as well as he could have been. Yeah, absolutely. But I also think that, um, (laughs) I feel like as a villain, he was much more fun to watch and I got more out of him. Like I understood, I felt like with Magneto, I was not clear, quite clear. I understood why he and Professor X were at odds. I wasn't a hundred percent clear what he wanted, what his overall plan was. I wasn't a hundred percent clear. Just also just him in general and his character. He was just kind of blah to me. Like, he didn't have like like say what you want but red skull had a charisma like he was very entertaining and very fun to watch whereas for magneto i was like like loki is also a very fun i remember um uh when i started this is like in college when i was watching the flash and i was talking to my sister about it and i was saying how i think because again i don't know that much about dc characters um and i was saying i feel like dc characters compared to marvel characters they're a little bit more ridiculous like they're more campy oh 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 absolutely. And, yeah and, and she, like look yeah yeah if you t- if you take like 
they're they're like worst villains, then yeah, it it it's really can't be because like the worst villain in DC is like the calendar man thing. But if you take yeah, oh, but yeah. if you take like the worst villains in like Marvel, you get stuff like uh like I'm trying to think of like a really shitty like Marvel villain. You get like something like um uh like. I'm trying to think of one, but like a lot of them are just like really like edgy and kind of cringy. Like, uh, like I guess Craven kind of works out like that. But I mean, even then, like they're all like really menacing. But as like well. Loki, for example, he is kind of he fluctuates between villain and between being like villain. He's one of those villains that's like sometimes also an ally. He's definitely an antagonist, but he also has a very relatable, like, he, I have a lot of sympathy for him. Like, I understand why he is very much like he, like, wants attention and all that stuff. And that's kind of, you know, a little bit like he's like, a, you know, he didn't, his needs yeah. were not met. So obviously acting out. And also he feels like he's the black sheep of his family. Like, he has a lot of relatable qualities of, yeah. you know. He found out. He yeah. Like, and it. also that's, that's another relatable thing. Like, like, there's so many levels, there are so many layers to why he is the way he is. And for Magneto, there are layers, but I feel like they were not, they, they weren't, I was, yes, they weren't utilized in a way that made me really care or sympathize with him as much. Like, I feel like the only person in the movie that really understands him fully is professor x and as he should because they're kind of like a like yin and yang like two halves of a whole a little bit like they each have these opposing viewpoints yeah they're they're they're, they're definitely two sides yeah. of the same coin and that's interesting um, that is a really interesting relationship and i'm curious to see where that goes yeah. but magneto just on his own he just seemed like i didn't particularly care and also, the Toad sidekick guy, like, I don't care that he was Darth Maul. I thought he was very annoying and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking Darth Maul, and he was just, like, a Toad, yeah. and all he had was his tongue. <laughs> I'm like, we get it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, that. that's actually, like, a pretty true to his character. He is, like, a character that, like, for the most part, kind of gets shit on, like, a lot in the comics. Like, everyone just treats him like excuse the joke, like a toadstool. Like, they just, they walk all over him. Um, he, he is a complete and utter joke to both the X-Men and the Brotherhood of Mutants that he more or less kind of considers family. And I think at one point he tries to kill Magneto, but, like, Magneto kind of respects him for it, so it's like, all right, we're cool now. And it's like, they're fine with that. He just tried to kill you and you're just gonna, like, walk that off? All right, all right. Props yeah, to you, I guess? like it was just it was just um you know I'm just gonna jump to it like <laughs> there was um another scene that really jumped out at me was so Senator Kelly gets kidnapped he's brought to Magneto he Magneto tries out his machine on him so what was he wanted to turn like everybody into yeah. a mutant basically yeah yeah he, he yeah he wants to turn yeah and throughout like the movie we keep getting like like news bulletins of like oh like we're going to have the world's largest gathering of leaders from around the globe and i remember the whole time ever. i'm like hmm, i wonder where the i wonder where the climax is gonna be like i thought that was like kind of funny that they like mentioned that it's like oh, okay that's pretty obvious but the fact that they mentioned it not once not twice but i'm pretty sure they mentioned it like three separate times it's like jesus christ they are really hammering it home like this is where it's taking place like there's there's no way to misinterpret where no. his climax is going to take place. And I thought it was, I thought it was really it was like, funny. We get it. Like, just calm it. the fuck down. And it's it was like, just like, God, <laughs> but, um, anyway, he tries out his machine. He turns into, I don't know, like blob. Like, I don't know. I was like trans, like jellyfish ass. Like he turns into, I don't know what his, what he, but he's like, he goes to, uh, he shows up on like at the school so professor xavier's school for gifted uh, youngsters yeah, yeah, the, X, 
<laughs> and gifted basically, because he yes. says, like, if I go to a hospital, and they'll be like, oh, if, they go, if you go to a hospital, they'll treat you like a mutant. And he's like, yeah, and... Yeah, which which is, which is ironic, because he's pretty much just been advocating for, like, anti-mutant, like, laws, and, like, he's been, like, the biggest advocate for, like mutant registration which is why which i want to come i want to talk about that for a second but but, um i want to yeah but anyway uh he has a scene so halle berry is in this which yeah this is a very pretty uh was halle berry yeah was she was she famous by this point like i know she won an oscar a few years later i i mean i don't okay so yeah halle berry is storm james marsden is Cyclops. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't. I wasn't really uh, Jean Grey. I wasn't that. I forget. Like that actress. She uh, looked familiar. Uh, but I couldn't uh, remember. Of uh, Fam K Jansen. Okay. Um. But and, and Bray Park as Toad. Come on. But and, um. Anyway. Um. Uh. There's a scene <laughs> with Halle Berry and uh. Sender Kelly, and he is. Basically, he's like, why? He asked, like, are you, what was, he asked her. Oh, it's like, yeah, like, are you afraid of normal people? And she said, or he's like, why don't you like normal people? And he said, and she's like, I guess because I'm afraid of them. And I really love that line because it's like, yeah, it's kind of the same as like, like when you see a spider or you see like a random, like, it's like, it's more afraid of you than you are of, of it. Like, but we're, oh, it's something we don't know, so we're scared of it. And that is interesting. She is scared, and it makes sense, because, yeah, she has powers that can be deemed to some people as, like, good or negative, uh, you know, like, violent, whatever, but they can, they can do stuff to her that she can't, like, she can be arrested, she can, for, you know, like, she can be, there's a major level of discrimination because she has this gift and the fact that she's scared of them because she knows that is like really interesting. And I think even Senator Kelly, that was interesting. That's why him kind of realizing they're scared of us too. And that like that, then that's when he dies pretty much. And that's the end of his, that's in the most completed story arc in the whole movie. Yeah. He he basically ends with like a level, like a deeper level of understanding of like, Oh, they're people just like us. It's like, yeah, no shit, you. It's like he he literally ends on like the ironic note that like, oh, I can finally I finally understand now. Like you're people and you you're you're just like us. Like it it ends on that note of like, all right, well I fully understand now. There's no point in me sticking around, and he just like dissolves into like a puddle of water or yeah. something. And it's like, really? That's that's no we're ending on? Okay, cool. But yeah. Didn't like him anyway. But when we <laughs> secretly it's like, we need more but Kelly. But when we first meet him, so Jean Grey, um she and, and, Professor, and Professor So Professor X, X is like just is, watching yeah. and she's presenting to Congress like, hey, leave leave mutants alone. And he's like so it's like how basically people have a right to know there should be like a national registry of people who are mutants. So yes, I understand why uh, Magneto is concerned. That's fair. That is very fair. Yeah. Um, but okay, but but in in Senator Kelly's defense, he brings up like a really good point of like a lot of these people are extremely dangerous. There are mutants that are so powerful they can control people. That minds, is fair. Which is true, Professor. Professor Professor X has done that multiple times. That in is, the past. I I understand like, that point. If like they're violent or whatever, yeah. or they have whatever, but he makes the dumbest argument. I feel like because he says, "So and so, she can walk through walls. Who's to say she can't just walk through a bank, walk through walls in a bank, and steal a bunch of money?" I'm like, that's like okay, yes, yeah, she has an ability. But my first thought was like, oh, she never has to open her door to like walk through or like you know like i was thinking in that like very minimal like effort on her part and he and i'm that it's like for his it was also it was like the thought of so and so she's got arms who's to say she can't pick up a knife and stab someone it's like yeah like that's a possibility but you can't make that assumption just because someone had like there's not there's no 
unless they are violent or have like a violent tendency, you can't make that assumption about someone. So I just thought his argument was so stupid, and that's like this literally I, what got people staying. I, I, I know, but it, but yeah, but the, the, yeah, but the, there are ver- various mutants that like their entire power are just purely like offensive abilities. That was like, it, like there's like a kid I. Ironically, I think his name is Spike. His whole power is that he can just create like these, like, basically, like, like, no, like, like, like bone shards, like, out of his like skin that can, like, basically, like, are like projectiles, and he can stab like a hedgehog. Like, that's his whole or, thing. Yes, yeah, hedgehog and, or like, por- porcupine, porcupine. Kinda, yeah, like, yeah. I'm either or, but yeah, like basically like a porcupine, but like, like that, like. You go into school with someone like that, I'm going to be a little nervous, too, because, like, on a whim, he can just, like, pull out, like, a bone fragment, stab him with it, retract him to his skin. No one's going to find the murder weapon, and I'm there bleeding on the floor. Like, there's multiple, and I think there's another one who, I want to say is, like, Biohazard. His whole thing is that, like, he is basically radioactive, and if you're near him, it's, like, he's he's a living, like, a, like biological weapon. I, I forget what his actual name is, but it, it was um uh I remember he like showed up in one of the first class uh movies and he was like a soldier in like Vietnam and he was like being specifically used against like the Viet Cong. It's like holy shit, okay. He's he's literally uh uh like Agent Orange. He was like a, a napalm like biochemical like weapon used in war like that's that's what a lot of the senators and congressmen like view mutants as is like weapons of war i mean destruction like okay i I understand both i mean it's the bottom line is it's, it's just like not being subtle with the discrimination themes like and i oh not at all I don't know. I get the, if it's like a, if it's something, if it's some, if it's someone who like, I don't know. I just feel like his argument seemed to me very stupid. It was like, yeah, I guess, but I mean, sure. Like she could walk through a bank, walk through walls in a bank and steal a bunch of money. But also like, I I don't know. I feel like it was just like, it's, that to me is a microscopic, that, that is, that's a power that's mundane, enough that like you can't just assume like oh they're they're gonna do evil things with it because they can just walk through walls they can pull off hilarious pranks like you know maybe that's what they do they go they just doing practical jokers or something yeah um or punked i don't know but um <laughs> anyway uh okay i think you just wait i what I, oh I, did. <laughs> I don't i don't i didn't even watch practical jokers I was just trying to think of something relevant. Or or punked. Or, I never watched either, actually. I was talking about punked. I never watched either. <laughs> like, Impractical Jokers is at least recent. Punked? I, I don't like think that's punked, been a maybe. thing. Like, okay, I don't even know. I, don't I didn't. Know I don't know. I didn't watch either. I was just trying to think of pranking show, and those were the two that came to mind. But anyway. Um, so... Oh my god. We should talk about Rogue. She basically had, we find out like halfway through the movie, or almost halfway through the movie, her power is that she can, uh, if she touches someone, she can like, steal their, yeah, and Absorb their life um, and steal their power. The first scene, the very first scene, after, or not the first scene, I guess after the uh, Magneto um, using his powers at the concentration camp. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, it yeah, says after, in the not yeah, too distant future, scene. which I thought was I get they were trying to keep it kind of not to keep it kind of timely, but like saying that to me implies like I don't know, like ten, twenty years. That's like a forty year difference. Like that's reasonably far into the future. But regardless, um, anyway, she's like up in her room yeah. and she's like kissing her boyfriend, and then he freaks out, and her parents or not, he freaks out. He kind of like I guess we find out later he was in a coma. And she's freaking out. Her parents are coming in. She's like, don't touch me. And I'm like, and then we cut to Senator Kelly in, you know, Congress. And I just remember thinking, like, I understand, like, Rogue is obviously an important character. And that is something, you know, she's a teenager. That is kind of a private moment. But, like, 
I felt like to really utilize how afraid the because we only really see Senator Kelly is kind of the symbol for you know oh everyone's everyone's discriminatory against mutants but I kind of wish that we had like a more in the beginning at least because we do yeah. kind of later but in the beginning like a more public scene a more public showing of a mutant having their powers and accidentally using them or abusing them on te- you know whatever in a crowd of you know around people like in a public space just because then I would have gotten a better sense of how the public actually feels as opposed to just how Senator Kelly feels. Yeah, we, it definitely would have been, uh, interesting to see, uh, like he had like uh, a bunch of like CCTV, like recordings of like mutants or people suspected of being mutants, like breaking the law or, or just causing mayhem and, really like have solid evidence of that that justified his like concerns and his like radical claims of 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 mutant registration rather than just hearsay basically he he was just kind of talking this is a very like i said before this is a very uh, eating it up this is a very tell they're telling not showing movie um and when we so you know rogue yeah. goes ends up just like you know leaving going on the run and she is in canada and she's in this like bar whatever there's like a fight there's a cage fight going on yeah yeah she's yeah yeah she's in like some like yeah she's in like the like sketchiest yeah. like die bar it looks like something out of like a texas chainsaw massacre movie but i'm in canada so canada T- chainsaw massacre uh, yeah, and that's where we meet, uh, and Logan. he's just, he's uh, undefeated. Wolverine, he's like a cage fighter uh, and he's like undefeated. Just, and then, uh, afterwards this like guy, I don't know, is it the guy he just fought or something? He's like, I know what you are. You yeah, I, th- I think, I, yeah, I think it's like his guy, the, the guy's like friends, like, Hey, like you owe my friend some money. Like they're, they're like trying to like rough him up. It's like trying to like steal his money. It's like, Hey, like. There's no way, like, you could have won like that, because during the fight, he, like, punches Wolverine's fist and, like, like either breaks his hand or, like, breaks a couple bones. He, like, there's there's an audible snap, and, like, hit, like Wolverine is unaffected because his bones are made out of, like, the strongest metal on Earth, because why not? Because because mutants get experimented on. That's that's the the whole thing. But, um, yeah, and, and she is, and, like, yeah. kind of wants to join forces with him just because he's, like, her, and she has nowhere else to go. And, of course, he's, like, you know, no, I'm a loader, blah, blah, blah. And then they get attacked, and I will say that fight, that scene was kind of, like, she's stuck in the car. He's fighting a giant, that he's fighting the, what's that guy's name? Sabretooth. And Sabretooth. the car's then, you know, about to burst into flames because, uh gasoline and fire and then uh storm and cyclops show up and we're now in professor x yeah but of course they it, 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 yeah but of course it only explodes uh at, yeah uh, the last but moment. like uh <laughs> the thing so we so so wolverine that that was another thing about this movie was i was not clear i was like who is the main character is it wolverine is it it's it's I mean, I guess it could be Sender Kelly. He had a completed storyline, but like, I, I'm like, I, I think it's Wolverine, but I felt like he was not very developed. It was just kind of, oh yeah, we don't really know much about him. He, we don't, we can't really even get a good sense of how old he is. We can't like, he doesn't know anything about his past. I didn't. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. We're. We're, we're saving, we're like, saving I can under, I sequence. can understand, okay, yeah, you know, they want to, you know, we're not going to figure out everything about his, his origins yet, but, like, they, it wasn't even, like, something that was explored enough, it just was, like, it was as a, it was just part of his character, like, oh, we don't know anything about him, okay, and we're not going to make an effort to figure it out because we got other stuff going on, which is, like, true, but also, like, he's the main character, question mark, like, Shouldn't there be a little bit more, like, how does he feel not knowing anything about his past? 
Like, like what is his, has he just been wandering around? Like how, how has this affected him not yeah, knowing, we, 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 having we, any we, answers to himself? Like, like for the most part, he is like the typical, like, action guy where it's very he's not emotionally driven he's not an emotionally driven character he just proceeds to just uh act and react to to situations rather than just show major uh emotional investment the only times he, he we see like major emotional investment is that he is constantly hitting on gene to the point where it's like okay it's kind of creepy but at the end it's like oh he actually has feelings for her this isn't just baseless flirting and he seems to genuinely care about rogue to the point where it's like he, he kind of sees her as like 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 his kid i guess like he never like expresses that but he like definitely like during like the train scene incident he's like um like hops on the train with her and like kind of talking with her. It's like, Hey, like I've been around a while, but like these like guys seem to genuinely care about people like us. So, but if you want to go somewhere else, like I'll, I'll go with you. Like he, he's willing to go on the train with her to like go wherever she is going. Um, but I feel like you had a, a comment about, Oh, the, not just the, the not scene. just that, but like, so like later, uh, he's being put in a room and he's like, where asking Jean, he's like, where do you sleep? And she's like down the hall with, uh, so Scott, so Cyclops. And I'm like, Scott, are they together? There has been no evidence of that. And then I'm like, wait, or is she saying just like Scott, I am also down the hall. Like they both live next to each other. And then I'm like, no, they're together. But like, and I guess that's kind of why Cyclops doesn't, I think Cyclops wouldn't like, Wolverine regardless but he just they just don't like each other and I felt like there was no real reason for it and there was really no like okay he's I guess sort of hitting on Jean and even that was like really weak and then his her relationship with Cyclops also seemed like if there was no emotion between them at all like if they hadn't said anything I would have not assumed that they were together like there was, it was so stupid, and I was like, "What the hell?" And see, that was just another thing. I'm like, "Oh, they need to. Ha- there needs to be. Yes, he's got. He wants to have a love. There needs to be a love interest. Okay, Jean Grey, fine. But like, there was no. Re- like, I genuinely was surprised when I found out she was with Cyclops. If anything, I would have thought he and Storm were together because they're together more because they go out and run like professor x's like errands and stuff like and go get you know pay, you know say you know whatever and like they're they're yeah. they spend more time together they're like partners so there was more evidence for that than it just was like what and so i didn't feel that there was really anything between gene and uh logan and then at the end uh when he like he's she says like after they saved um rogue at the at the very end he's like she's like i think she's taken with taken with you and i'm like what and then he's and he's like tell her we'll tell her i'm you know interested in someone else or i care about someone else and like kisses gene's hand i'm like also what like and then when he's about to leave and she he and rogue talk for a minute and there was more tension between him and rogue than there was between him and gene which was really creepy but also i was like just just what (laughs) i was like so i I was just what there was it kind of makes sense because in the comics, like, didn't you say he like? I remember he sleeps oh, like, with everybody. Like, like Wolverine is like a total man whore. <laughs> like, like, I, like he like has like an affair with Jean, I believe, while she's still with Scott and while Scott's still alive. Um, I think him and Rogue at one point, him and Mystique for sure. I think he. I think it was also confirmed that he was bi. At one I point. was about to make a like, joke. Like, I like, oh, and him, he even tried it once with Professor X. And then. No, 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 no. Like, I, I, fuck, I can't remember. It was like some like side character, if I remember correctly. But Okay. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, like, like he had a relationship with like a guy at one point, I believe. Wow. I okay. Up with an, another character. Because I know in the comics, Bobby, um, Iceman, who's in this movie, who has like, like kind of developing romantic feelings for rogue and the comics i think in the new continuity 
that character's just gay now. That's um, interesting. Yeah, like they, there's a lot of relationship drama in that school. Uh, just like outside of the movie, it is. It, yeah, it is crazy. What a, yeah. But, yeah just- I, whatever it was just really yeah. i mean great like cool like diversity but like i was just like in for this for this movie i was just like what there was there was more tension between him and rogue as well one they've spent way more time together he can understand what she's going through more than pretty much anyone else but also yeah. what is the tension I'm like, if it isn't romantic, because that's kind of creepy. Uh, I feel like it's definitely not on his end because he's like in his 30s and she's like like 17. But like, it was just it more. I just thought it was creepy and hilarious that he's way more into Gene, but there is more of unknown tension between him and Rogue, and that was unsettling. But it also kind of makes me laugh. Yeah, it it is. It's weird. It it's just weird. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it's super weird. But um, I I think it kind of I, I think it's time to kind of jump into uh our main finale for this of is this real? Wait, um, so Sam, sorry. Really quick, what... there's something oh. we did not talk about that we need to talk about. Oh, it's important. The the oh. when you said the finale, oh. so. You know, the whole, we've been talking about the whole, like, ending of this movie is very obviously going to be, like, the at that big, like, oh, uh, thing oh, that's happening. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to forget about this because it was so, I, this honestly, like, and, uh, go ahead. we're having, like, you know, there's, like, a fight scene with, like, like, Wolverine and Mystique. And I will say, actually, there was a scene in this that I genuinely liked because I was genuinely unsure of what I was seeing. So Mystique obviously can like shape shift and some, and at one point she looks just like yeah. Wolverine. So of course who which is the real Wolverine and I don't know <laughs> and you. um uh uh Toad is just there being an asshole and Toad like I will say as much as as annoying as I found him he they were he was almost able he could easily have defeated all of them but like Storm then goes to toad and she says it's kind of the equivalent of what was that line in blade that some motherfuckers always it was the equivalent of that i feel like i feel like this movie topped that because it makes it was was, she says you know what happens to a toad when it's a when it's hit by lightning struck by lightning the same thing that happens to everything else it's like what I mean, what? Yep. And then she zaps him with lightning, and we never I was see her just like, again. I think when I heard that, I'm like, I literally thought this is the same as that that, that stupid line in Blade, because it makes no sense, and it didn't yeah. need to happen. It wanted to have like a cool, powerful, badass line, and it failed tremendously. And yeah, 100%. yeah. <laughs> um, but before that, um. This is what pisses me off, is that throughout this entire movie, we hear multiple times that there's going to be, like, this huge UN conference of world leaders on Ellis Island, and the climax takes place on uh, Ellis Island? Liberty Island. Like, like, or no, like wait, at the so Satcha- wait, is that, was it really called? What? Uh, it takes place at the Satcha Liberty... So, so the the meeting takes place on Ellis Island, but like the whole fight takes place on the set near the, at the Statue of Liberty, so they can like you know yeah. use the machine and turn everyone into mutants. But in order to do that, Sabretooth, Magneto, and Mystique need to kill and disable all the guards there, so that they have control of the building and use it for their nefarious yeah. purposes. Um, so you would think that. With so many world leaders attending, security is going to be really high, right? That, that's a natural thing to have. And we see at like they do like a pan out shot of like the the UN meeting on Ellis Island. There's like a bunch of like helicopters like circling and a, a bunch of like patrol boats like monitoring the area. And Liberty Island, there's like the normal <laughs> security guards yeah. there and like a few armed guards and a couple boats. Um, and they. They should. They, yeah, they, yeah. They, they should have won. 
Like <laughs> there, there was, there was no, there was no fucking reason. This makes no sense to me that, to, like Toad, Toad, Toad should have just gotten lit up as soon as they saw him, and so and so is Sabretooth. Those two stand out in a crowd so hard that it made no sense. And we see Toad literally Goomba stomping a couple of the guards, just Mario curb stomping oh my from sky high. Hi. Oh it god! Made, it made no sense. You just dated yourself. Uh, but you did it to make a better yes, point. Yes, I did. Proceed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it made no sense. Uh, so, yeah. So, Sam, do you no. think this movie is Like, real? I called bullshit on just so many... Like, there were just so many things that happened that I'm like... I think... Okay, there was one scene we didn't talk about, but there was one scene that I totally immediately called bullshit on was when... How Cyclops wears sunglasses. So he has, like, what, laser eyes or something? Like, he can't open his eyes without, I don't know, burning people? I don't know, whatever. He has laser eyes. And he wears sunglasses through the whole movie. But when he goes yeah. out in public, uh, he's wearing his, like, weird visor sunglass eyes. I'm like, really? What? Is it, like, does that... I mean, is that yeah. better for his what he's about to do? Like... You're out in public, and you guys want to be inconspicuous. Like, you're not even trying. Like, that I thought was lame, but the real... I just felt like, again, there was a lack of, like, emotion, and, and like, there was a, could have been more emotion, there could have been more sympathy, but also, there was a, the other scene I called bullshit on, which I just thought was insanely stupid, was at the very end of the movie. Senator Kelly is, uh, re, you know, taking, a, like, he's retreating on his whole stance and at this conference and he's walking away and, and the X-Men are watching this on the TV. And then, uh, Tender Kelly looks at the camera and his eyes change. It's not him. It's Mystique. And I'm like, really Mystique? You pretended to be Senator yeah. Kelly's, yeah. uh, like secretary or set assistant for a long time in order assistant. to like kidnap him successfully. Yet you just casually change your eyes while on camera and I know they needed to have, like, obviously the X-Men know, but that was the laziest way, because that is such bullshit. There's no way she would have been that sloppy. I just, like... Yeah, it, it, it was definitely, like, they they needed a sequel bait more than what they already I did. I think but it this was just, whole concept oh, is just so lame. interesting, but I felt like there was just a lot of things that I was like, what? Like... That's stupid, or that doesn't make sense, or that it just things were not explored. The correct things were not explored or really, really developed. So, no, I don't think. I think I do think that this is a very interesting approach to if we lived in a world with uh, superheroes. Um, like I think that that is that's the take kind of you know the takeaway of like yeah. I can totally see people being scared and you know the government getting involved and all of that like it's not quite the same as how the government tries to get involved in uh mcu because that's based off of a whole different different thing no but, right but it's a completely different reason oh, yeah, why they're yeah, getting that's involved a, that's, a whole like, that's more about thing, yeah. public opinion whereas this is like people have their own opinion and some are scared some aren't like, that concept is really interesting, but, um, no, I don't think things were not developed enough that I can say, comf yeah. I can confidently say this was real. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with that. Um, I also agree that this movie isn't real, mainly because I, I have a real problem with how they set themselves up for the the climax of uh toad and saber just soloing everyone on uh the statue of liberty and just completely taking it over in like no time at all because those two like they they stand out if like mystique went by herself i could believe that she was able to take it over because she can just like blend in and just like systematically like kill all the guards disguised as like each other like that makes sense or disguise her voice to like call off any like patrols or anything like that that makes sense if mystique went but the fact that it was just toad and saber tooth made 
no. no fucking sense because the fact that there's like a bunch of like armed guards there for protection for uh, all the world leaders. First of all, there should have been way more security oh, than yeah. what we actually saw in the movie. Was... Like, 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 there was like three. There was like three Renicops. That was <laughs> Rent-a-cops. it. Yeah, basically. Like, yeah, there was like three Renicops. First of all, there should have been like way more security just for the fact that this is Statue of Liberty alone. Let alone that there's like now like. 400 world leaders like within spitting distance of you guys there's not there's not like a like a sniper upstairs or something there's not like a bunch of patrol boats there's not a helicopter there's like there's three running cops that have like maybe a taser between the three of them and they don't even use that it, it made no sense if it was if this was a real movie there would be secret service completely swarming that thing and as soon as toad and saber two even got near the like dock of that they their boat would have been completely seized shot at sniped to the point where they wouldn't even be able to flinch at trying to get off that boat mystique had was the only one who would have been capable of just sneaking in and taking that place out as inconspicuously as possible aside from magneto who would have just you know turned all the guns on them and killed them all in like a thought like, those two were the only conceivable people who could have taken that over as quickly as it was shown in the movie. But that's not what happened. We got three running cops, and one of them got goomed. Yep, things definitely no were kind of dumbed down so it would be easier for the heroes to win. Which is stupid and ridiculous and also just um, very annoying. Because it's like, no, then that's not really a... Yeah. The whole thing, you know, okay, like, you're, the whole thing about just, the more you throw at your hero, it makes it more interesting of of what can they, you know, of showing your audience what they're capable of. And, like, I'm not saying that they weren't capable, but, like, yeah, like, if Mystique can, it wasn't very believable. Like, yeah, if Mystique could so easily do all this... Yeah, like they should. They, they, the X Men. He could have. It's dumb. Like it's just. I'm sorry. Like I did have fun watching this movie. I didn't like hate yeah. this movie, and it wasn't. I, like it was fine. Like I think you kind of had said it previously. Like it's a popcorn flick. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely just like yeah. Like I, I, I had fun watching it. I liked it more than I thought I would. Like I would definitely watch it again. Um, like I'm curious to watch the next ones. Um. They're fun, but they do have, like, their problems. Um, I'm just so curious. Like, do they... I mean, for what do you remember? Do they get better at all? Is it kind of the same kind of problems? Or do you just not remember at all? I... I I don't remember the the original X-Men movies that well. I only remember, like, like, like I said before, like, a couple scenes here and there that, like, really stand out and really, like, make the movie really cool like you know like the nightcrawler scene and i just remember the um the climax of the third one where they're assaulting uh where magneto lifts up the golden gate bridge with his entire mutant army and lands it on alcatraz so they can assault it for what that whole reason yeah, uh, apparently in the third one, they find a mutant boy who, whose power is to basically like make mutants not have their powers near him. So they manage to develop a cure for mutantism through that boy's power and are, are trying to spread it around so people aren't mutants anymore. And Magneto's like, no, there's nothing wrong with us. There's no need to cure us. So they try to assault they assault the facility, which for some reason takes I mean, place. Yeah, that's where. That's, if I'm yeah. Oh, okay. Don't we all want to do boy. our dealings on Alcatraz? Yeah. I I also want to create a, uh, a a state of the art medical research uh, station on Alcatraz. <sighs> just, yeah, it, it's just it just seems like X Men to me seem to have. Yeah. And again, I haven't obviously read any of the comics. I'm sure it, it's different. It's a little bit differently, um, but X Men seems to be a little bit more 
I, I don't know. I, I, I obviously I'm biased cause I definitely am more in MCU, but I haven't ventured enough into X-Men to have an actual real opinion, but X-Men to me just seems a little bit messier. Yeah. But I can't give a real opinion cause I haven't ventured, you know, into this, into this world yet that well. Yeah. No, it's all good. And I it's been so long since I've seen uh the majority of the X-Men like sequels and and spin-offs that I don't feel like I have enough of a valid opinion to to come to a conclusion cuz my memory of it is really like hazy because it's been like I said, it's been like yeah. 18 years since I've seen this one. I barely remember this one at all. So I I, I can't even remember the last time I saw yeah. like any. But I mean, of like I X2 mean, or overall, like it's it's. Um, it's a it's a fun movie. It's only, yeah, it's a passable. Like you're not. It's not boring. Superhero movie. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. You you'll you will be entertained throughout this movie. It's just there's enough problems that don't that make the movie don't make the most sense but it's still enjoyable enough that it doesn't right. ruin the movie for um you. yeah so i think that's it for um, x-men yeah. um i hope so yeah. so side note yeah <laughs> we've been, this was our second uh, recording so, of this so yeah. i'm kind of almost mad because i feel like we had a really yeah. good conversation last time and i'm kind of bummed yeah yeah we i felt like we lost yeah i feel like for we lost sure this time we were this time we were just complaining about we stuff. I was, we weren't even like being like hey let's let's ease into it so but like yeah but yeah. um <laughs> next just... I'm, I'm looking forward to the next movie so yeah uh yeah, yeah. I I I actually rewatched the next movie uh recently and boy oh boy, <laughs> I, I forgot how I haven't seen it in a long was. time. I have one thought that I remember um yeah. but I can't say it till I watch the movie because it's been a long time. Um but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward yeah. to next time. That movie. Um, <laughs> that to an unknown movie yet. So um uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh Sam, where can these lovely people find our voices? Um, you can find us pretty much wherever you can find podcasts. So Spotify, uh, Apple, Stitcher, Overcast, Google, etc. Uh, YouTube, it's not up to date. I apologize, but we are also on YouTube. Please also follow us on Instagram. Um, yeah, wherever you, you know, watch, listen, like, subscribe, follow, leave a comment. Um, preferably a nice one. Like if I, if I can make a request, uh, and yeah, I just... feed off of your hate. She doesn't. Jeez, that's your power. Yes, I, I'm the I'm the slime from Ghostbusters too. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, we are almost done with uh Marvel slash superhero month. So just keep keep listening. Uh, yeah, it's been fun, and yeah. it's gonna keep staying fun. <laughs> What, what an ender um so <laughs> that being said i'm kevin tracy i'm samantha tomlinson and you've been listening to movie reel bye everybody <laughs>